Direct from Newstalk ZB's team at Parliament, the Beehive Buzz. Beehive Buzz. It's time for the Beehive Buzz with our political uh, chief political reporter, Jason Walls. Jace, good morning. Morning, Nick. Let's start with APEC, which New Zealand is hosting. What's the latest? Yeah, so it is a an event that would have been launched today with much fanfare in Auckland with world leaders um, attending the city. But, of course, COVID shut that down, so it's been done virtually. So I've been plugged in since about 8 o'clock this morning for basically the, the, the opening of that, which is the CEO Summit, where there is a bunch of uh, world leaders speaking and a bunch of CEOs as well. And Jacinda Ardern is the chair of APEC, um, as New Zealand is the host country this year, opened off the, the sitting this morning. And basically, she, she outlined that New Zealand's economy is bou- bouncing back despite this tough international background. Um, and uh, there was a lot about climate change. In fact, she and other APEC leaders have been calling for other APEC countries to um, end fossil fuel subsidies. Um, basically, from now, she says, what on earth? And this is a quote from her. Why on earth are government still subsidizing fossil fuels? So that was a really interesting start to the, the morning. And there's obviously been a lot of talk about COVID. Now, the second person, the second world leader to speak was um, China's President Xi Jinping, who talked very openly about climate change, actually, and said, listen, China is going to be moving into more climate change um, initiatives going forward, and we're going to be doing it quickly. Um, We're looking to have a green transition, and we're looking to speed up innovations. So it was a very telling speech from Xi Jinping, who also touched on vaccinations as well and said that the world, and especially the APEC leaders, need to step up their work together for vaccinations. And both Ardern and Xi Jinping actually talked about how good it was that it wasn't seeing um, an inward look and and sort of a nationalization approach, um, a nationalistic approach, sorry, when it comes to to vaccinations. So it's been a, a very interesting start to the morning. Okay, and finally, Jacinda Ardern went to Auckland, but it was a pretty quick trip on a private plane. It was, yeah, it was a uh, a very whirlwind trip where she was only on the ground for um, a couple of hours, where she visited a um, a, a business and then she visited a vaccination clinic, um, and she was criticised by this. Actually, some of the um, the ACT Party came up down and said that she was the invisible prime minister for not going to more. Um, public events. And then it was revealed by um, Barry Soper that she took an Air Force plane there and back um, to get up to the city for this whirlwind trip. Now, the prime minister has said that she needed to be back for these very important APEC um, talks. So there could have been things going on behind the scenes um, yesterday evening. But the only public facing thing she did was take questions from uh, the youth delegation at APEC. And you can argue that that's important. Um, but when Auckland is going through a pandemic and it was the first time that she's visited the city, I think some of those criticisms um, from ACT and, and the like are probably starting to gain a little bit of steam. And the start of the week, there was a pretty big anti-vax pro-freedom protest. Parliament was in complete lockdown. Uh, what was that like for you? Yeah, well, at it, it, first it was a trickle of people and then it got more and more and more. And there was... Some quite abusive flags to the media um, and and placards and banners, but that's kind of what we've become used to. And there was some really ugly stuff about Jacinda Ardern. Um, So although there could have been people there protesting for um, various different reasons, like um, they're opposed to the mandate, a lot of that was drowned out by sort of the abuse and the... uh, the, I don't know, the abject hate that was going on there. And it was quite concerning to see. At one point, people were lobbing tennis balls at Parliament and um, the media were having to duck those as well. And at one point, 
one protester broke down the barricade and got face to face with police. And in that moment, it was seeming very capital riots esque. Um, but unfortunately, what happened was um, the other other people at the protest picked up the gate and fixed it. So what could have turned very ugly very quickly was actually um, fine in the end. Jason, there's talk further vaccine mandate risks extreme violence. What are you what are you getting? What are you hearing? We saw Andrew Little on TV talking a bit about it last night. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the problem, isn't it? I think a lot of the people that were at that protest were against the vaccination mandate thing. There was a lot of um, co-opting of the, um, the, the abortion lobby in the U.S., my body, my choice. Um, and we were expected to see a lot more of that as this vaccine mandate rolls out. We've been told that the government is considering a, a bunch of new policies uh, or a bunch of new industries to um, have this mandatory vaccine, including the police. So as these sort of things increase, I will expect to see sort of this animosity um, continue to pick up as well. Have you seen lockdown in Parliament like you saw it the other day? Never, never. I've been here for about five years, and every single entrance was was uh, was was blocked apart from one because they can't physically stop people from coming in. But it was quite a security risk, and there was police and security everywhere as well. And I think it's a timely shout out to both of the the police and the security for handling it like they did because it could have got way worse. But um, it was actually it, it was for the most part peaceful, and I think that's because of the way that they stepped in to ensure that nothing really, really bad could have happened. Although Trevor Mallard said it's the biggest lockdown he's seen since he'd been there in 84 or something. It was ridiculously, but that was quite extreme, wasn't it? I've got to it go, was. so be quick. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it, it was quite extreme. And, and Mallard said that to um, myself and another reporter early in the morning. And then Judith Collins, who's been here since um, 2002, said the same thing. So unprecedented, really. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Chief political reporter Jason Walls, who comes to us every Thursday. It's called the Beehive Buzz. Uh, it's great to hear him, and he's our, our political uh, political chief reporter down at based at the Beehive. So he keeps us completely up to date with what's going on from a Wellington perspective.